This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Tune in Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. and p.m. for Watchmen on the Wall, an outreach ministry of the Southwest Radio Church. God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. What you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
See, Paul writes to Timothy, and he says, Timothy, you're retreating. You're backing up. You're questioning whether or not or whether you should engage the culture anymore. But he said, the faith that you need is the faith you were taught from your grandmother. It's the same faith that was in your mother. In other words, they gave you a legacy of faith, Timothy. You've got a legacy of faith. And if they can make it, you can make it. Because it was tough on Timothy's grandmother. It was tough on his mother. Amen? You, see, you need to understand where Timothy came from. Some of y'all need to hold on to your seat. You're going to encounter a little turbulence here because this is not politically correct. Is everybody all right? They say, well, what kind of faith did his grandmother have? Well, she didn't only have faith in God. She had faith in the new covenant that the Lord Jesus Christ brought to her. That the, under the new covenant, there wasn't no segregation. It wasn't all just a, a priestly a priestly anointing. And it wasn't all just a Jewish anointing. It was for sons and daughters. It was gender breaking. Come on, somebody. Amen. She had enough faith to let her daughter marry a man that was from a different culture. Come on, huh? And guess what kind of faith Timothy's mother had? Timothy's mother had enough faith to believe that she could still be a born-again Christian and walk with Jesus and be married to somebody that was not a Christian and was not a believer. See, religious people can't handle that, but that was the truth. Timothy, come on, Timothy was from a mixed marriage. You thought it was bad in the 1960s here with a mixed marriage? It was really bad in this day where Timothy was from to come from a mixed marriage. We want to decide today whether white people can marry brown people and brown people can marry black people and black people can marry white people and white people can marry yellow people and yellow people can marry red people or whatever other color we're coming up with. I think if we all just keep marrying each other, eventually in three or four generations we'll all be the same color. Don't you? And Paul writes to Timothy, he says, do you realize that your grandmother and your mother didn't even let appeared what appeared to be natural disadvantages affect their faith? Because, ladies and gentlemen, there was no greater prejudice in that day than for a Jewish person to marry a Gentile. The Confederate flag don't even come close to that. And we got everybody up and down about a flag. Got to put the flag up, bring the flag down. Put the flag up, bring the flag down. I, look, if the flag upsets somebody, take the flag down. Who cares? It's a flag for crying out loud. I'm going to stand with the Confederate flag. Take the thing down. Dear God, it's not about that flag. Amen? All this flag over a flag. Nobody's allegiance ought to be to some flag from history. I mean, I'm just being real. If it bothers somebody and they're, a, and they're your friend, take the flag down. What kind of friend are you? Maybe you're like, well, I'm just standing for my heritage. <laughs> well, I don't want to be your friend no more then. What's good to go come out? Y'all ain't y'all getting quiet. <laughs> Listen, there's only one flag that you ought to keep up in your life. It's the flag of the Lord. It's the banner of the Lord. You know what the banner of the Lord is? The Lord says the banner over me is love. I live under the love flag. Somebody shout the love flag. If you're going to wave a flag, wave the flag of love. Just love people. That's what God wants you to do. He wants you to love people. People that come with all kinds of problems, all shapes and sizes, all kinds of hang-ups, all kinds of issues. Just love people because the banner over me is love. My God's flag is all about love. Oh, come on, somebody shout. It's about love. The flag ought not to be about a group of people you belong to or you don't belong to. Didn't Dr. Seuss teach us anything? The banner over me is love. Our faith is in God. <laughs> Amen. So I said, what flag do you stand for? I stand for the flag of Jesus. The banner of Jesus. The flag of love. Mm -hmm. 
Listen, I don't have to like what you're doing, but I can still love you. I don't have to respect what you're doing, but I can still respect you. Because you're part of God's creation. I don't have to respect what the President of the United States does, but I have to respect the President of the United States. I don't have to respect every decision that comes out of the Supreme Court, but I need to respect the people on the Supreme Court. Why? Because his banner over me is love. Somebody shout love. I, don't, I wonder if I got anybody in here that just loves people. Mm. I'm going to mess with you right now. I'm going to mess with you. It don't even matter what kind of lifestyle you're living in. It don't matter to me what your sexual preference is. I still don't have a right to move out from underneath the banner of love. I can still love you when you messed up. I can still love you if you're a liar. I can still love you if you're a cheat. I, come on, somebody, because what you do is not who you are. You have the potential to become everything that God ordained you to be. And if you're ever going to become everything that God ordained you to be, the only way you're going to get there is if I love you. Somebody shout his banner over me is love. Because you and I have been given a legacy of faith. And the legacy of faith that I've been given is this. That no matter how screwy some people are. No matter how screwy this world gets that we live in. Jesus is still going to be Lord over all of it. He's still Lord over everything. Nothing gets away from that. He's still Lord over every circumstance of your life. He's still Lord over every problem in your life. He's still Lord over it all. Somebody shout he's Lord. And if he's Lord, then I love people. So you ain't too bad or nasty for me. I love you. Just in case you were wondering. Glory to God. He said, Timothy, legacy matters. Legacy matters. And listen, faith is not just taught. Faith is caught. You can teach on faith, but you've got to learn how to, you gotta learn how to catch faith. You've got to get around some faith. It's not just taught, it's called. If you've been going through some difficult times, then you need to get around somebody that's been through hell and back. Come on, amen. You know what always bothered me about some people is I had somebody come here and try to teach me how to balance a checkbook, don't even have a checking account. Somebody want to come tell me how to paint my house and ain't never held a paintbrush. Come on, somebody, amen. How many of you know, if you really want to know how to get through some pressured times in your life, then you got to get around somebody that's been through some pressured times in their life. Mm. You need to find somebody that's learned how to walk through some things that you've been walking through so you can learn how to walk through what you got to go through because they done been through what you went through. Praise the Lord. This is what he was saying. If I could just put it in modern vernacular, he said, Timothy, man up, boy. Man up. Quit whining over the fact that the world you live in is a little bit of a mess. Quit whining over the fact that everything ain't going the way you think it ought to go. Quit whining over the fact that the political systems of the world don't really care about you being a Christian. Just quit worrying about all that stuff and quit worrying about the fact that I'm locked up. Don't do it. Don't you worry about your own life because every man stands and falls before his own master. If it's God's will for you to do it, then you're going to do it. Don't worry about what will happen to you. If you've been called and anointed of God, then you'll do what God called and anointed you to do. Don't get threatened by who I am and don't be threatened by who you are. Just know that the same God that's given me joy in this place of my conf confinement will give you joy in 
the place of your journey. He can get you up in the morning and get you out of the bed and put your footsteps on the journey of your life and cause you to stand in a place of strength that you didn't even think you could stand in. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. I come to tell somebody today you need to get in an atmosphere of faith that tells you you can believe the report of the Lord. He's got your back. He ain't left you. He ain't backed up from you. He don't want you to live in regret. All your days that are good are ahead of you, not behind you. Somebody praise Him. Ah, come on. Oh, come on, praise Him. Mm. Hallelujah. Now, some of you ain't heard me. Get all them negative, get all them pessimistic people, get all them negative mouths, get them away from me. I don't want to be around none of them. Let God be true and every man be a liar. If you can't be positive, if you ain't got a smile on your face, go find someone else to hang out with. I want to live in a place of love, a place of blessing, a place of abundance, a place of more than enough where God's love and joy flows in my life. If you're going to be negative, don't be negative around me I don't like it take your negativity home and look in the mirror and negative yourself but don't negative me hallelujah come on talk to me God wants to take us somewhere generational relationships there's something valuable about generational relationships see I mean if you if you're young and you've never been through nothing, you need to find some gray-haired people in your life. Uh, or, some, or some no-haired people in your life. Mm. You need to find some of them people that got a story to tell. A testimony of how God got them through some of the most difficult times in their life. A testimony how they had to depend on God when they didn't have nothing left to depend on. How God got them through. When it seemed like there was no possible way out. And all of a sudden a breakthrough manifested. And a helping hand came down from heaven and lifted them back up and put their feet on solid ground. Sometimes you just need to hear a testimony. Mm. See, if you're young and you ain't never been through something, find somebody that's been through something. <clears throat> Say, so, well, Pastor, I have people tell me, Pastor, the, nobody, nobody can relate to what I'm going. Nobody would understand. Nobody's never been through what I've been through. Well, you don't believe the lie. Because my Bible says there ain't nothing new under the sun. If it's been thought of, it's been done somewhere. Mm. somebody's faced what you've been facing and somebody has learned to overcome. And listen, you need to find somebody that's actually overcome that's not mad and angry about it after they overcome. Come on, amen. A lot of people get through their trial and then they mad and they complain and they angry all the time because they didn't, when they went through it, they didn't get all the way through it. They just they got through the incident, but the incident's still in them. Mm. You need, to decide, you need to find somebody that went through what you need to go through, came out the other side praising God, and now they got a smile on their face. Because a lot of people been through something, they ain't smiling. Just because you went through it don't qualify you to know the way that you go through because you went through it and come out worse off. 
You say, what are you talking about, pastor? Well, if you need to get good marriage counseling, don't go down on the corner with Bubba and Boo Boo who's drinking a six-pack of Budweiser and been married and divorced ten times. And get marriage advice. Because they're not going to give you the kind of advice that you need to be successful in your marriage. And listen, if you're old, don't burn the school down after you're done either. Because you got through it and it's all behind you. You're just going to keep on going like you're the only one left. Go back there, reach your hand down to somebody and help them get through the grade. Show them the way to make it and say, come on, baby. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to walk you through it. Let me help you step over the landmines. Let me help you press on through. Let me get you to the other side. I know where you're at. I know how you're hurting. I know what you're going through. Let me grab you by the hand and help you through it. We got too many people get through and then don't look back. Psalms 23, 4 says, and I walk through. I walk through. No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. He said, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, I didn't go down to Walmart and get a pup tent and a lawn chair to take with me down into the valley of the shadow of death. I didn't camp out there. I didn't make a residence there. I was going through. I was coming out the other side. We got too many people today that get glory out of their issue. Nobody loves me. I just if I can get through the valley. If I well, you should already come through the valley. All you want is the attention for being stuck in the valley. Come on through. Come on through. Psalms 84 6 says this. It's as they pass through the valley of Baca. Everybody say Baca. That the interpretation of that word literally means as they pass through the place of weeping, through the place of sorrow. As you pass through, it's make a spring. Do you know what that means? That means if, you, if you've been through a tough time, in the midst of going through the tough time, dig a well. Dig a spring. You say, why am I digging a well? Because somebody's going to come behind you in the same place, in the place of weeping. And if you dig a well, when it rains, it'll fill up with water, and they'll get something to drink while they're coming through the place of weeping. And you can provide a place where they can get nourishment in the worst time of their life. Somebody shout, dig a well. See, it's good to leave something behind for the next generation. Huh? When somebody makes the journey behind you, they got a way of escape. They said, Timothy, live the audacious life. Live the audacious life. Let this fire burn on the inside of you. See, Paul was saying there was something that was passed down to you that gave you the ability to live through what you got to live through. And it's on the inside of your heart. And he told him, he said, stir it up. I had a question for you. I want to know this. Who tamed you? Ask yourself that question. Who tamed me? Mm. Who tamed you when you were meant to be bold? Who tamed you when God told you to live the audacious life? Who tamed you when there was a time in your life that you believed that you could change the world that you live in? I want to know who domesticated you. I want to know what church, don't tell me the name, but what church made you a lap dog? Where you get to come in and sit down in the lap and get stroked, your ego gets stroked, and you just get to be petted on and pet you and tell you everything's all right and it's all going to be okay. I want to know who domesticated you. Who took the wild side out of you, the boldness and the courageousness. 
that God put on the inside of you so that you can make the difference in the world that you live in. So that you can change the generation that comes after you. Mm. That's the question. Who tamed you? Here's the truth. You have a legacy. Everybody in this room, you have a legacy that's been passed down to you. Or you would not be sitting in this room today. Somebody deposited revelation in you. Somebody deposited truth in your life. There's a legacy in you. The same guys that brought the gospel of Jesus Christ out from underneath the Roman Empire. You want to know what defeated the Roman Empire? For 600 years, there has never been in the history of the entire world a nation or an empire that ruled the world as long as the Roman Empire. Nobody's even come close. Nobody. You want to know what defeated the Roman Empire? Christianity. Christianity. The gospel of Jesus Christ. The same gospel those boys brought up from there are the same guys that took the gospel through the dark ages. The same guys that brought forth the reformation of the church. The same power that the early pioneers of America had when they founded this country on Christian principles. The same power that had my parents step out into full-time ministry with an anointing of God on their life that caused me to be here today. It's the same legacy that God is passing to you through your line and your lineage. God is sending through you a legacy of faith. A legacy of faith. I dare you not to back up from this culture. I dare you to become everything that God has ordained your life to be. And I promise you this. I promise you. I promise you that if you will if you'll take this inheritance of faith, become this person of love that God has called you to be, you will find yourself living in a place where there's so much abundance in your spirit that the culture that you live in will not intimidate you. You won't feel like you got to hide behind the walls of your house. You won't feel like you got to back up in the face of people that make fun of Christians. You won't feel like you got to bow a knee to a religion of Islam that comes through brutality. You want to know how you're going to change people that are Muslim? Love them. They're bound up in a religion where there's no love. It's all about performance. I promise you, if you engage the legacy of faith of your life, You'll live a life where there's so much abundance. You won't struggle with the things that keep you up at night. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. 
hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772 772- 461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. 
Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.